COVID-19 has really had an impact on every aspect of our lives, even the way we worship. So how do you keep the faith? We'll find out. And this is Chick to Chick. COVID-19 happened almost a year ago, and it affected religious holidays last year. You know, we couldn't go to church uh, uh, for Easter. Services were affected for Passover, and then it rolled into Thanksgiving, and it rolled into Christmas. And here we go again. We have Easter coming up already. We have Passover coming up. You know, and I'm wondering, are you going to be able to go to church? What are you going to be able to do? And what does it look like when things do sort of open up? How have people changed? You know, what's their mentality now? Do they feel like they need to go to church? Have they separated a bit from the church? And I think these are really important questions that we can finally start getting some answers to. Yeah, some people want to go to church and they can't. Maybe their church isn't allowing services or maybe they don't feel comfortable. But I do think all of this uh, has had an impact. And when we get to this new normal, what will that new normal be uh, when you're talking about religion? Which brings us to our guest today. We're so pleased to have with us uh, Kirk Belmont. He is the lead pastor at Hope Community Church in Mount Joy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, first of all, what are you doing um, to hold services and how are you holding services for your congregation? Currently, we we gather in three different ways. Um, we have worship services on Sunday morning at nine o'clock live. Um, and that's a, a mask optional service so people can choose whether or not they're going to wear a mask or not. Uh, secondly, at that nine o'clock service, we live stream it. So if you're not comfortable attending in person, you can get online and just view the service that way. Um, and then third, we have a, a second service at 1045 on Sundays, which is mask required. And so we ask anybody that comes to that service to please wear a mask. Everybody that coming is coming to that service is, is choosing to, uh, to wear a mask for their own safety. And what do you think is the um, kind of the key ingredient to still keep folks um, invested and interested and not drifting away? I mean, it's wonderful that you can open up to all these different ways that people can still practice their faith. But, um, you know, do you, do you think that there is something that is really at the heart of it all? Um, I mean, the pandemic has really been hard on a lot of people, even questioning their faith. So what would you say is sort of like the heart of that? Well, it's it's I think it's unique to each individual. So there are tons of people who are part of our congregation who have chosen to take the risk to show up and gather on a Sunday morning to worship. Um, they personally uh, just feel like being together with other people in this time that's very difficult is important for them. And so they choose to come. Uh, but there are probably 30% of our congregation who would say, uh, because of my job, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't feel safe. So I'm going to choose not to come. Um, and for those groups of people, they're two very different groups of people. So when it comes to leading them, um, what we attempt to do is try and think of options, think of ways to to do that. So that's why we've we've stuck with the live stream service so that those folks could could feel like they could uh, could, could still participate in that way. The other thing that we've been doing is to to try and just reach out to people, stay in touch with people, uh, because the church is way more than simply a service that somebody would attend on a Sunday. 
um, it's, it's really, it's a community of people. So we've helped our body connect um, uh, via live stream uh, or via like a Zoom connection kind of a thing, or we've had backyard um, camp uh, set up, set out around the campfire kind of a thing and just chat or sit on somebody's porch and chat, um, as well as encourage people to get together in homes for those that feel comfortable doing that. Um, and so it's, it's about, it's about trying to figure out where people are at personally and to assist them and help them through that. You know, I, I certainly can appreciate uh, all of the efforts that um, different churches and uh, you're trying to stay connected to your congregation. But, you know, I got to be honest with you, and we touched on this briefly um, before, that this all started last year um, with Easter, that you couldn't go to services. And then it spilled into Christmas. And now here we go again. Easter is coming up. As a practicing Catholic, I just feel like something's missing when I can't go to a service um, to celebrate. It was weird not going to church on Christmas Eve. I'm sorry. It was just weird. And I think here we go again, not knowing what's going to happen on Easter. I'm struggling with this. So help me with this. Yeah, I think that your your feelings and your questions about feeling like this is all weird is it's pretty normal. Um, I, I personally feel that as well. It's weird to lead the church in this time. Um, it, my, I guess I don't really have an answer that fixes it. Uh, I can't take it away. This is the reality. But what I would encourage is you to find a place where you can connect. Um, and it may not look exactly what you're used to, but there are places that are open and would welcome you to uh, to attend and to um, participate in worship, whether, again, that be something that's live stream or whether it would be an, an in-person experience. So, Flora, you said it's been a bit of a struggle for you because that's really uh, an important part of when you're a Catholic and going to church and having Mass and all of that. But, Pastor, do you think that maybe there are some people who have uh, maybe connected with um, their faith um, for the first time in a very long time, because there have been more virtual ways and other relaxed ways um, to kind of come back in and regroup without feeling like, oh, so-and-so just walked in. They haven't been here in, you know, a really long time. So do you think the connection might have changed heard, even a little bit to the good? Yeah, I, I think that's that's possible. I've heard some statistics that suggest that. I can just tell you from our experience, our attendance is up about 15%, um, not from in-person, but because of our live stream option. And after our services are live stream, we also put them out on YouTube. Um, I've There are people that are connecting with us who we don't know. Um, I, I, had a, I had a phone call from a cousin back in the, in the summer and said, hey, I don't think you know this, but um, I've started connecting with your, with your church. And um, he had gone through a really significant thing. My uncle had died. He'd been pretty disconnected from church, and he was just looking for help as he was journeying through those hard times. He lives uh, about 300 miles away, so it's not even close to our facility, um, but he was looking from spirit for some spiritual direction, and he knew I was a pastor, and somehow, I don't even know how, he, he found us. Uh, there's more stories like that where, yeah, people are... They're looking, they're hurting, they, they, they want answers. Um, and some people are turning to the church and often it is through 
um, Facebook or or through uh, a YouTube link that somebody, a friend of them, sends to them. Well, and that's a good point that that being able to stream these services online has opened yourself up to people being able to watch from, as you said, hundreds of miles away. But that also leads me to the next question, because let's be honest here, we're creatures of habit. So before all this happened, Sunday came, you get up, you have breakfast, you go to church. It's just a habit. That habit has now been broken. That's no longer our habit. So how, when this is all over, do we get people to potentially break the habit of not going to church to get them to go back to church and to physically be in the church? That's a great question. And I wish I had the answer. And I certainly don't. Because Wait, again, you don't have it, the it, answer it's, on it. <laughs> it's, it's so individual, right? It's, um, it's going to be, it's going to be because somebody wants to have a change. And ultimately, um, in the beginning, when people connect spiritually, it's because they're looking for something spiritually. I mean, for people who are seriously pursuing something, it's because they have a choice that they're pursuing it. Maybe when you're a kid, you're drug along by parents. Um, but quite typically, once kids get into the late middle school years and to uh, early high school years, they've already made their decision spiritually. Um, and then when you get off to college, many of them just kind of dis, dis, uh, you know, disengage from the church. So what is it ever that brings any, any person back? Ultimately, it's going to be something that's going on inside of them spiritually. It's questions that they're going to have that they're asking, and they're going to be looking for answers and some direction from somewhere. And perhaps they'll go back to their roots and go, you know, there was a day back before this pandemic when I did go to church, and I do remember there was something beneficial about it. And I think right now, because of the situation I'm in, I'm going to just try that. So that leads me to a message to people who are really struggling. You know, it's it's a hard time out even outside of the pandemic, but really with the pandemic and they're struggling to reconnect and have the faith. Pastor, how do they keep the faith? How do they keep do the you, faith? How do you keep the faith? You're, I, I, number one, I would encourage you to connect with somebody who um, who has faith. Talk with them. Um, it, it, ultimately, the church is about people. It's not about just being an individual. It's about being connected with others. Um, often in life, we can't do life alone. Um, we're, we're created to be in relationship with others. And so finding help and assistance from somebody else who can um, come alongside, walk me through the spiritual questions that I have, direct me to uh, passages in scripture that can provide some assistance and help, but that, that becomes um, just really critical. It reminds me of that passage when times are tough, when when Jesus was carrying you through these tough times, and maybe that's what we need to rely on each other to carry us through these tough times. Pastor, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a, it's a privilege. It's great. I love to talk about the church. Thank you. Thanks. You know, Flora, I think the message is that you need to make a connection. You know, I think that the tools are there. The people are there. The church is there. It's there in all different ways, you know, virtual, not going in, like you said, if you kind of want to be brave right now. And I just think that if people are really hurting, they're struggling and they're trying to make a connection, the first step is just, is just make that connection with and, and try to keep your faith. 
Yeah, I do like his message. And as in any type of situation, I guess we really need to rely on each other to get us through these tough times, even when it comes to uh, religion and worshiping and keeping the faith. So thanks so much for tuning in. And we will be back next week to chirp about another topic. Thank you.